today. Today, um, uh, you've gathered here, you've come to AFA. Some of you have been a part of AFA for a very long time. Aberdeen First Assembly has been your home church. In some cases, I know for, for many years, in some cases for decades. There are many, there are many who, uh, this is your church home, but you've only been here for just a short time. I reference Connecting Point. It's a gathering that, that I lead on Sunday mornings, and it's designed for newer people at AFA uh, to, to get to know me, I can get to know them, and we can share what we're all about. It's a wonderful time. Today we had, um, I, I forgot to count, I think we had about 10, maybe 12 people around the table, and uh, the interesting thing uh, that I noticed about that was that there was, I think, only two people initially, when the class started, only two people around that table that, uh, that had been there uh, more than a year or, or a couple of years. Uh, and, and so most of the people, six months or less, eight months or less, and that's just a small portion of our church. But there are people who, who, who understand that, that this is a body of believers who lifts up the Lord Jesus Christ, who wants to, to see greater things happen and more lives changed and you've begun to identify. For you and for others, maybe you've been here a long time, if, if you notice around the church, you've come and you've seen, you've been apart for any period of time, you have perceived, perhaps seen it either printed or posted uh, around the church in various places around the church. In some cases, some of you are even wearing it on your right or on your left wrist, uh, six words that summarize the mission of our congregation. And that is love God, love people, and share Christ. Love God, six words, three phrases, love God, love people, and share Christ. Six very simple words. And this has been our mission for some years now. Many of you who are here this morning Many do not remember this, but many remember how about seven or eight years ago, we had, a, we had it on the platform. The platform looked very different and very brown and orange at that time, but the platform looked very different. But we had, we had this huge sign, and we had a drape over it, and we pulled it down, and we revealed what the mission of our church was going to be from that point going forward. It's been this mission of ours for a number of years, but it's not original to us, right? This is not something that we came up with on our own. They are actually Jesus's directives to us. In Matthew chapter 22, Jesus was answering a question that had been brought to him. A person was actually trying to trap Jesus in his words, something that they could use against him. And they asked him this question, Tell us which one of the commandments is the most important. They thought that if he were to single out one, then they could go back and tell other people that, well, he only thinks that this is important, and he, he dismisses the rest of them. But Jesus responded this way. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. He said, this is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he went on to say this. All of the law and all of the prophets hang on these two commandments. 
Jesus essentially said this. You take all of the Ten Commandments, all of the law, which is built around those commandments. He said, if you take all of those, there are really only two messages there, and that is love God with everything in you and love others as yourself. If you were to look at the Ten Commandments today, you will notice that the first four have to do with our relationship with God, our love for Him. And the last six are not in a, not in a vertical relationship, but in a horizontal relationship. The last six commands have to do with our love or our relationship with other people. And so there you have it. it. That's where we get the first two statements in our mission statement. Love God and love people. In just a few minutes, in just a few minutes, you're going to see and hear just a few of the ways in which we as a congregation, as a gathering of believers, have demonstrated our love for God and our love for people. I love the fact that we love God, that we worship God. What we just did a few moments ago, when, when the music began to play and we began to lift up our hearts, what were we doing? We were demonstrating our love for God. We were worshiping Him. We're, we're anticipating Him. We're seeking more of Him. That's loving God. And throughout the week and throughout the year, we demonstrate our love for people. And then a few chapters later, and some period of time later, Jesus in Matthew chapter 28 was speaking to his followers, his disciples. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus had at that point died on the cross, he had, rose, he had risen from the dead, and he was about to ascend into heaven. But before he did that, he said this to his disciples then and his disciples now. He said, go and make disciples of all the nations, let me pause, when he said all the nations do not think political entity as in the name of a nation, but rather it was to go to all people's groups, to go to, to all, all races, to all languages, to every tribe, to every tongue, to, to all people. Go and make disciples of all the nations, of all the people, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We call this statement that Jesus made just before he ascended into heaven, we call this the Great Commission. The Great Commission. It is Jesus' directives, now that he had prepared his disciples and he had changed their lives, now they were to go and they were to make new disciples. They were to pass it on. They were to take what they'd received from Jesus and pass on to other people. It was a great commission. Jesus made it very clear that in many ways and through many people and to many, many places, getting the saving message of Jesus Christ to every person we can in the time that we have. Now, just a moment ago, I said that Jesus spoke to his disciples then and his disciples now. I believe that the Great Commission, 
this message, this directive of Jesus to take the gospel to every person, to every tribe, to every language, to every person that we can in the time that we have is one of the greatest and most high callings that we can have as followers of Jesus Christ. It's not a suggestion. It's a commission. Jesus commissioned his people and said, go and do this. So we have this great commandment, love God with everything in you and love others as yourself, and we have this great commission, go and tell everyone about about Jesus. And everything that we do as a church, everything that we do as a church, in fact, seven, eight years ago, when we first rolled it out, I remember as, as, as a pastor and with all of our leadership, we had to ask some hard questions. Are we doing some things? Are we doing some things that don't fit under one of those three? Are we doing some things that, that maybe we shouldn't be doing? Is, is everything that we're doing falling under one of those three categories? Love God, love people, and share Jesus Christ. You see, everything that we do today, everything that we do as a body of believers it must fall under one of those. In just a few minutes, you're going to see and hear a brief report from each of the associate pastors of our church. You're going to hear a a reflection of some of the things that we've done, just some. We we don't have time to to give a a detailed or even uh, uh, somewhat just hitting the high points uh, report of what has happened in the in the last year, but you're going to hear just some of the things that we've done in the last year to love God and to love people and to share Jesus Christ. And there's also going to be an anticipation of what we're going to do in the year going forward. And you're, every one of you this morning are going to have a part in that. So I draw your attention to the screen and I want you to see these are some of the adult ministries that have taken place and will take place in the coming year. Let's watch this together.
2019 was another great year in adult ministries. Now, obviously, there were some kids involved in some of these ministries as well, but it, it kind of encompasses everybody. But we just kind of put them under the heading of adult ministries. And again, like Pastor said, we just don't have time to even go into all the different things that happened this last year in adult ministries. But I, I do want to highlight a few things. There are two things from men's ministries I want to highlight today. Uh, this past year, we took our third annual uh, twins trip. You saw some pictures from there. And, uh, you know, it was a great time. You know, I'm not a Twins fan. You all know that. And, but that's not why I go. I go because of the connections with the guys. And I love watching the guys. I love the interaction between the guys and the boys. You know, whether it's on the bus or whether it's at the game, you know, it's just great seeing them interact, talk with one another, get to know one another. We had over uh, 22 guys. We had 22 guys who went this last year. And it's just a great time. Uh, we even had some guys who don't attend this church that came to be a part of our trip. And I, I think that's just an, another way that we love people. And we can even share Christ with them. But there's interaction. If there are stories going on about, you know, hey, what does God do in your life today? We're sharing Christ with them during that time. It's just, it was just great. And uh, we're looking forward to our next one, June 27th. I did send out a, a text. Uh, guys, if you're interested, June 27th will be our next trip. We also had our, our Monday night men's fellowship uh, just a great time again. I think it was our eighth year doing this, watching the big game on the big screen, uh, eating some good food that's not healthy for you. But just a great time, again, connecting with the guys. I think pastors watch an hour of eight years' worth of, t of uh, football games uh, during that time because he's just always talking to everybody. But uh, it's just a great time, again, connecting with one another. And, again, we had over 20 guys that came each night uh, for those this last week, or excuse me, this last year. But again, it's just more about the connections with everyone. It's about loving people, and it's even about sharing Christ during that time. You know, at halftime, we have a testimony, or we have some kind of devotional, some kind of challenge to the guys to live a better life, to live more like Christ. So we're loving people and sharing Christ in, in those events. I also want to highlight two different things from the women's events this last year. Uh, this last spring, they had a women's luncheon uh, where the young and not so young were encouraged to come and wear a fancy hat. You saw some of those pictures uh, with those fancy hats. And uh, there were about 65 women, young and old again, uh, that came and participated in that. And they, my understanding, because I wasn't there, my understanding is that they had a great time uh, just really fellowshipping with one another and being challenged. There were about 90 women who came to the fall uh, Love Life Women's Conference. Uh, one of the ladies who attended had this to say about the conference. The Love Life Women's Conference was streamed live here at AFA in October. This event was a great community outreach with amazing worship, with teaching from Joyce Myers, Christine Kane, Holly Wagner, and others. The messages challenged us to go deeper in our walk with Christ. The representation from surrounding communities was amazing, and I look forward to coming back this next year to be renewed and challenged again. Ladies, if you have not attended, you are missing an amazing opportunity. So I put that out there for you, ladies, to encourage you, because I know they're going to do it again, so plan on attending this next fall. Two more highlights, AFA Summer Nights and Next Steps. Both of these were new things that we have never done before here at AFA. AFA Summer Nights was a huge success. Uh, these, these were opportunities for people to come and just hang out and have fun. It was just a lot of fun. The backyard barbecue, uh, great timing in, connecting with one another, having some really good food. Uh, the movie night was just fun for all ages. 
The Amazing Race, I don't know about you, but I thought The Amazing Race was a blast. I got to take people over to Wiley Park and have them uh, build sandcastles as a part of the competition. And I think just everybody had a really great time with that. I think there was about an average of about 100 people that attended all three of those events. And we look forward to doing something similar to that again this, this, uh, this summer. We also had our very first Next Steps class with Bob and Jackie Prosper and Dara, Dara E. Conger uh, leading this class. And just we had some great stories that came out of that. We're in the process of, of our second class right now. But there were consistently about eight people that attended that first Next Steps class. And it was just an opportunity for them to make those personal connections with one another. Uh, it was an opportunity for them to learn more about what's going on here at AFA, and especially how we love God how we love people, and how we share Christ. And so look forward to that continuing. Perhaps the event that has the greatest community impact is our Care and Share giveaway. Dozens of you from AFA gave of your valuable time and energy and resources uh, to make a difference in people's lives. There were well over 300 people who came this last time to take home free stuff, clothing, furniture, you name it, they came and they went away blessed. But they didn't just go away blessed, they also heard the gospel message at the same time. And when Wendy Shawman was diagnosed with brain cancer, many of you stepped up and made a difference. Uh, Bobby E. Conger, thank you so much. I, I thank you. Uh, she stepped up and, and really helped make a difference when Wendy wasn't able to do it. And so many of you others, thank you so much, again, for stepping up and making a difference in people's lives. It takes not just one or two or ten people to pull this off. It takes dozens and dozens of you giving, again, of your time and your resources to make a difference. This is how we are loving God. This is how we are loving people, and we are sharing Christ to our surrounding community. Not only did you help to make a difference in our community in this surrounding area, but you made a difference around the world. Pastor talked about the Great Commission, how we are to go to all people around the world. And in, in missions this last year, uh, $47,000 in monthly support you guys gave to missionaries in different ministries around the world. Total, you gave over $72,692.37. Six, $72, yes, we count the cents. That's what you gave to missionaries and ministries to reach people, to make a difference around the world where we can't go personally we can send people to go and make a difference to love God to love people and to share Christ so thank you so much for doing that at this time I want to direct your attention to the screen to see what happened in one cause ministries in 2019 
Uh, so there's a lot that happened in uh, One Cause Youth this year in, in 2019, and uh, I want to start off just by, by sharing some, some numbers that we're excited about uh, of what God is doing in One Cause Youth Ministry. And the first one is this. Uh, in 2019, we saw 34 students uh, come through the doors of One Cause Youth for the very first time. And uh, so that's, that's exciting to see 34 students who got to hear the gospel uh, this past year who, who maybe have never heard it before. Uh, another thing we're excited about is of those 34 students, there's six students since September who gave their lives to Christ, who accepted Christ. And, and that's something that we're excited about uh, at one cause. Uh, we had five students uh, this year who went on missions trips. You saw some of the pictures up there. We went to El Salvador. Uh, we went to Chicago. And those are just life-transforming trips. Uh, you know, you go to, to reach others, but really your life gets touched even more so than anybody else's. And so it was awesome to see students stepping out in faith and taking that step, going on a missions trip. Uh, this year, just recently, we have two students who are pursuing a call into ministry, uh, whether that's missions or, or the youth pastor, kids pastor, lead pastor, worship pastor. Uh, we just started a new program in South Dakota called Lead 605 that's training up the next generation uh, of, of ministers. And so we've got two students who, who are in that and, uh, and, and just seeking God's calling on their lives. Uh, this year, also some, some opportunities that students had. We had uh, 26 students. Uh, who attended summer camp, high school and middle school camp, uh, or sorry, 34 students who did that. We had 26 attend youth conference. And again, just more opportunities for students to go deeper, for students to encounter the almighty God. And uh, just awesome things that God is doing in youth ministry. And uh, I wanted to share some stories this morning of just like these big impact moments that God had in students' lives. And I was looking back through the year and I was just thinking like, oh man, God, what did you do in 2019 that was just like, oh, I got to tell everybody. And I, I was sitting there like, oh man, I, I can't think of any really big moments. And, and I was just like, oh, I was a little disappointed. And, and so I just started writing down every student's name that, that comes to one cause. And uh, I started to write down what step did they take this year? What did God do in their life? And I would say literally after every student's name, I was able to write something that, that God did, a step that they took. And I wanted to share, I just kind of categorized the things that I wrote down. And, and the first one was this. Uh, there was a lot of students who took, uh, who I would say they're beginners. Uh, we have 10 students right now who uh, are coming to One Cause every week that last year at this time, I had no idea who they were. Ten students who every week they're coming, they're hearing the gospel, they're taking time uh, in worship, they're, they're taking time to pray, they're taking time to connect with fellow believers. And uh, some of them have taken that step and said, you know, God, I want you. Uh, some of them are still figuring things out, but ten students who are every week hearing the gospel. Uh, we also have a group I would label as Seekers. Uh, this is a, a group of students who they took a step because now, uh, you know, you look at them and you think, oh, you know, maybe they're just here for fun. Maybe they're just here, you know, for free food or something like that. Uh, but they're really going deeper. They're asking tough questions. Uh, I had a student look at me the other day and, and ask me, you know, they had just gotten saved. How do I know that it's really God who's speaking? Right? And they're asking these deep questions. I've got a student, uh, again, who's new to church. They've never really been to church in their life, but now they're coming every Wednesday night. And about once a month, he'll come up to me after service, and he'll just say, hey, Pastor Ben, what, what can I pray for you about this week? You know, it's just like, that's, that's a big step. That's a big step. Uh, there's another group of students who I would say took a step to be an influencer this year. Uh, because 34 students just don't randomly uh, decide, you know what, I think I, I, I want to go to church tonight. 
they came because they were invited. They came because one of our students said, hey, what are you doing tonight? Will you come with me? Let me tell you about Jesus. And so we had many students who said, I'm going to be an influencer for God. That's a huge step. I'm going to share my faith. Uh, we had givers. You know, I missed that number. We gave $7,800 to Speed the Light this year. That's our missions organization that provides vehicles uh, for, for our missionaries. And our students this year gave over $7,800, which was so awesome. And uh, one of the things I'm most excited about, this is one of the highest numbers that our students have ever given before. And this is, uh, we didn't do a Speed the Light service this year. Uh, a lot of this money was raised because students gave, because students sacrificed. Uh, we had eight students give over $100 uh, to missions this year. We had five of those students give over $200 to missions this year. And, and it came because students got creative. Uh, we had one student selling produce. We had other students who were just like, you know, I'm going to work my summer job. I'm going to work my after school job hard. And I'm going to sacrifice so that others uh, can hear the gospel so that I can share Christ. And it, that was just so cool to see students who took that step of faith to give. Another group of students I would say are, are servers. Uh, maybe they never helped out. Maybe before it was just kind of all about them. But they decided to take that step and say, you know what? I am going to serve other people. Uh, so there was an event. Uh, maybe it was Easter breakfast or the Valentine's event last year. They started serving in kids ministry, on the worship team, uh, in dramas and service projects. But they took that step of faith and said, you know what? I'm going to give of my time. And the last, the last group of students that I wrote down, they, they're starters. Students who said, I'm not just going to show up to an event, but I'm going to begin something. Uh, just recently, we had a few students get together and say, you know, we need to start a worship team. And uh, so they're working on that. They're in the process of that. But that is just so awesome. They took that step. Uh, we've got another student who, who loves fish in aquariums, and they donated uh, a fish tank uh, to, the, to the nursery over here. And every week, they're cleaning it and making sure the fish don't die, right? And uh, that's, that's so cool. They're, they're blessing kids. Uh, we've got another student who saw a need. They saw a house that needed to be repainted, and they said, you know what? I'm somebody, I can go do that. So they went up, they stepped up and did that. Pretty soon they had 10 other students behind them helping them uh, to finish that job. So it's so cool to see these students uh, just start things, begin these things. So while there may not have been like this really huge step, there was a collection of little steps that students took that said, I want to get closer to God. And, and that's why I'm so excited about what God did in 2019 and what he's going to do in 2020. Because I believe that these little steps, these little moments collect collectively is what God can turn into a movement. And, and so I'm trusting God for great things uh, in 2020. I'm excited for what God's doing in youth ministry. Uh, but he's also doing a great work in children's ministry. And I want you to check out this video of all the things that God was doing uh, in 2019 in kids ministry.
2019 was an exciting year, as you can see in kids' ministry. Uh, if you were part of it especially, maybe you were part of events and everything, it was it was a blast. There was a lot happening, there a lot of new things happening, and I do want to highlight some of these things with you, some of the pictures that you got to see in there. Uh, one of them, you saw some pictures from the harvest party that we had there, and uh, we had 43 volunteers uh, to help make that harvest party possible, and we had four times the kids that we had been having, which also meant we had four times the kids we were expecting at the harvest party, and so it was, it was a rocking time. It was a blast to see kids coming, playing games, and uh, hanging out as a family, going on a hayride, and kids heard the gospel on the hay right they went on but it was a blast and I appreciate many of you were a part of making that happen so thank you for that you also saw some pictures of a meal that we provided for teachers and kids it looked like they're having a party that's our seventh year doing a OM Tiffany Christmas party where we go to one of the elementary schools in town and we, we uh, bless the teachers with a meal before school starts something they, they appreciate and they look forward to and then later in the year just not too long ago many of you were a part of it we throw a Christmas party we go into the school and we got three teams one goes into each kindergarten classroom and we throw a party. There's cake and, and, and gifts and games, and we read a story and tell these kids, hey, you were created special. And even giving the teacher a gift, and it's a blast. I know I go to the school and have lunch there. I try to get there each week, and it's cool because there's now a, a group of kids that are sixth graders who have had that party when they were in kindergarten. But I'll go there, and I'll hear a fifth grader, and I, for whatever reason, I hadn't really recognized them. Like, wait, didn't you? You came into my class in kindergarten. Like, I did? Yeah, I still have that game. And they'll still talk about the party they had. They'll talk about the cake. Uh, so it's so cool to see that. Uh, and also one of the new things that we did this summer was a mega sports camp. Uh, we had 70 volunteers who were part of making this event possible. We had 34 kids came out. And so we've got room to grow. And I'm excited for this year. But it, it was a blast. Kids came in. They could either uh, choose Taekwondo. You saw, uh, I think it was Violet in the picture there, uh, breaking a board actually in the last day of Taekwondo, uh, soccer and baseball and volleyball kids got to grow gain skills in their sports and they did that uh, but they also uh, they also heard the gospel they heard the truth presented in a fun and an engaging way so it's so cool to see and many of you are part of making that happen and just as pastor ben had shared about speed the light our kids uh, they were rocking it this year they were working hard as well uh, their total giving uh, was seven thousand three hundred and fifty four dollars and ninety six cents these were kids putting this together many of you were a part of that as well but we had multiple kids we put a challenge together and said hey it's called the 100 challenge do 100 things to raise $100 for BGMC. We had about 17 kids sign up to do this. Uh, multiple of them hit $100. A couple of them hit well over $100 uh, by working at it, by doing something, not just say, hey, would you give me money? But actually saying, hey, I'll do this to raise money for BGMC. Uh, so uh, the second highest giving year we've ever had, uh, and you've seen kids come in here a few times a year. We like to have them come in. And just kind of a side note that you probably see over on this side here, we get early childhood kids coming in, our preschoolers and under. It's been so fun to try and include them and bring them because, hey, they're just as much of a, a part of this church as all of us are. And we want to keep them involved in things that are happening. Uh, we want you to see that early childhood ministry, it's a ministry. And it's an opportunity. And we love these kids. Uh, we want our early childhood ministry um, we want it to be an active, a thriving, and intentional place for kids to come where families bring their kids, 
not just because there's a room available for their kids, but because of what happens when their kids are there. And, uh, and that's our heart, that's our passion. And so you're going to be seeing more of those kids coming in here. And one last thing on just some of the pictures, you saw some kids holding some certificates and ribbons there. That's our junior Bible quiz team. Uh, they've been rocking it. I know B and C League for sure, they've taken first place at each meet. They've been doing phenomenal. Some of those kids individually are taking first place for highest points where they actually quiz against other kids in the state on what they've memorized verses from the Bible, facts from the Bible, and they're absolutely rocking it. And so it has been a blast to be part of kids' ministry. Many of you are a part of that, and so thank you. But one of the things, uh, just you might wonder, okay, saw a lot of pictures there, a lot of fun stuff happening. Is it worth it? You know, what was the fruit from that? Was it just the kids' smile and so th th that was the goal? It's, no, harvest party. Or actually, one of the things you saw in there was Easter egg hunt. I think, well, Easter that doesn't have anything to do with Easter eggs and the Easter bunny. No. We put a couple thousand eggs out in the grass, and there were families that came that day simply because we put Easter eggs out there for the kids to find. There were kids who heard the gospel who wouldn't have otherwise heard the gospel because we had an Easter egg hunt. And if you saw it out there, it was a blast just to be part of. Harvest party. Man, you know, we're dropping plastic rats down a tube, and you got a kid swinging a bat at it. Like, what does that have to do with the gospel? Well, tell you just real quick. Short story, um, well, one, they, we presented the gospel in the hayride while kids were there, and a lot of kids went on the hayride, uh, but uh, one of our small group leaders was leading the game there, and, and a girl came, and they, they, they had a began having a conversation. This girl had seen our, uh, our bus go through the apartment complex each Wednesday night. She said, hey, could, could I come on that bus? She said, absolutely you can. Since the harvest party, she's been one of our most regular attenders on Wednesday night. She's here almost every single Wednesday, and I'm not going to cry, but I might. <laughs> All right, you caught me. Okay. Not only has she been coming, she's actually brought three friends with her on Wednesday nights, simply because we had someone dropping a rat down a tube, and the kids are swinging at her, right? And there are other games other than that. That was just one of my favorites. Um, but, but lives are being changed because of that. Make a sports camp. You, know, you put on a sports camp. It, is that what it's all about? Absolutely. There's a family a part of this church today. Mom was, chose to be baptized several weeks ago. And they got connected here simply because we had a sports camp. And their kids began coming, and the kids wanted to come back. And the kids are part of junior Bible quiz even. The kids have gone to quiz meets. It's exciting to see that lives are being changed uh, because of kids' ministry and, and, and much because of, of you being a part of it. So thank you so much for being a part of kids' ministry. It was an exciting year in 2019. It's already uh, started off to be an exciting year in 2020. And I'm excited to see uh, that's a lot of excitement there uh, of what's going to continue to happen this year. And I know pastors going to come and share not just heart behind, yeah, 2019 was a great year, but 2020 is going to be a great year, and how we can be part of that. So, Pastor Gary, yeah. I'll hand it over to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Yeah, you're not applauding Pastor Ryan. You're just rejoicing in what God has done. What you just saw on the screen and in these words, the reports that they shared, uh, you, you saw a lot of faces, a lot of pictures of people. I, I, don't, I don't think there was one picture. I was watching. I don't think there was one picture of, I think there was maybe the building in the background or a room in the church in the background, but it really wasn't about the building. In fact, it wasn't about the building at all. It was people being used of God to share the gospel. It's lives, people's lives who were changed because they 
because they, they, somebody took the gospel to them or because they, they, they were used by the Holy Spirit to, to speak. You, you saw a lot of faces and you saw a lot of people of every age. You also saw a lot of numbers. I, I, didn't, I didn't track this, but I think that every number... I think every number that you saw up there was probably a bigger number than last year, 2018. I think if you were to look at some of those numbers, you would go, I had no idea that 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 was even happening. You know, there's a danger about numbers, and that is that you measure your success by what you've done by what you've accomplished. There's always a bit of a danger in that. I would rather measure ourselves by the task that remains. Because there are a lot of people. You just heard just a few examples of people whose lives were changed in this last year and people that were used of God in this last year. But I want to measure ourselves not by what we've done, but by the task that remains You know, there are still thousands and thousands and thousands of people right within a very short distance of this spot right here that know nothing of Jesus Christ. See, that's the number that really compels me. Those are the next steps that every one of us here today needs to be reminded of. Those are the people, those are the numbers that I say, oh God, there's still too many who do not yet know you. You just heard uh, just a moment ago, Pastor Ryan standing right here and talking about a, a, a mother and her children whose lives were changed. And I'm saying, thank God for that. Some of, the, some of the breakthroughs that happened at the women's conference, I heard about that. Some of the, the, the little kids in a, in a mega sports camp or in an Easter egg hunt, and their families here in the gospel and they're here today. Some of those kids at not only O.M. Tiffany, but also Simmons Elementary School who are seeing people love God and love people and share Christ. In a different way, certainly, but they're hearing that. I thank God for that, but I'm saying, oh God, there's so much more. This morning... When you arrived, when you came here today, on the seats that you're sitting at, you saw a card that looks just like this. In fact, would you take that card right now? Right where you are. There should be one for everyone. If you need to reach over the pew and grab the one, if there's not one right beside you. But I want everyone, just pick up a card. Just hold it in your hand. On the front, on the front side, you see... That six-word mission statement, love God, love people, and share Christ. Again, that, that, that great commandment and the great commission. And then to the right of that, you see the words, my next step. You see, there's always a next step. There's always a next step. I mentioned a few moments ago that some of you have been a part of this church and you gave your hearts to Jesus decades ago. Some of you just in recent weeks or in recent months, you gave your heart to Jesus. But that was just the first step. 
That was just the first step. There's always a next step. If you're going to grow in Christ, if you're going to become all that he desires you to be, there's always a next step, right up until the time that he returns or the time that he takes you in death. One way or another, there is always a next step for every follower of Jesus Christ. You are always moving forward. There is no hiatus for believers. There is no pause for believers. We are always saying, God, what is the next step? What is the next thing that you want from me? What is the next way in which you want to use me? Now, <coughs> again, that card in your hands, turn it over. Turn it over to the back side, the, the side that looks just like this. On the right side, on the right side, you see these words, a new way I can love God, love people, and share Christ is. And then you see the white box under it. Now, this is for you alone. Uh, unless, unless you show it to someone, no one else is going to see what you write there. But I would, in fact, even right now, I would like you, there, there should be in the, the pew in front of you, there should be a pen there on the, on the rack. You can go ahead and grab that and get that ready. Go ahead and do that. Yeah, don't just, don't just go ahead and grab that or grab a pen out of your pocket. But here's what I'd like you to do. In, in these moments ahead, maybe already right now, there's something that you know that God has spoken to you and there is a next step. No one else is going to see this unless you show them. But I want you to dream with me, all right? I want you to dream with me. The people whose faces you saw on the screen, some of the testimonies that you've heard, which is just a portion, just a portion of what we had, what we experienced this last year. But, but some, of, some of what the, 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 the things that happened in people's lives, I want you to dream with me and say, God, what greater thing is there for me ahead? What is the next step that the Lord would have me take? And I want you to write that in there. Now, now what, what could be in this, in this box? Well, it may be someone's name. Maybe there is someone that you've been praying for for a long time, and you're saying the next step is that I take the gospel to that person. Or the next step that God has for me is, is, to, is to go and maybe reconcile with a person. Or the next step in, in my development with him, the next step that, that I'm to do is to go and, 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 and speak to that family or to invite that family to, to one of these events that's going to be coming up. Maybe, maybe you, you saw here some of the numbers both with what the adults gave, 72,000 and some, and, and, and the youth, 7,800 and and some, and, and what, the, the, the BGMC, the kids gave like 72 or 7,300 and some dollars. You, you saw, maybe, maybe in that box you're saying, Lord, I want to be used to give more than I've ever given to, to, king, to build your kingdom around this world. You heard Pastor Brad mention earlier, we support 40, 41 missionaries in, in it seems, almost every corner of this world including right here throughout this state. We support missionaries. And some of you have not given, many of you have given tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands over the years, but I want you to, maybe that's what you write in there. Maybe, maybe you write a, a number in there and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. That's my next step if, if the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do that. Maybe it's some way that, maybe it's some way that you want God to use you in, the, in the newest, this newest of years. I've never been used in this way before, but I'm, that's what I'm going to write in there. Or, or some of you, you're coming out of a time of, 
of prayer and fasting and, and he's placed something on your heart to do that you've never done before, that you've never been stretched before. And God is calling you into a deeper place or God is calling you and he's put it on your heart during these last three weeks, maybe even in just the last three days at the end of this period of time. Maybe some of you have said, yeah, God, this is what I'm called to do. You write that in the box, but write something down. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not requiring that you do it right now. Maybe some of you have already written something in there, but, but, but I want you to take this with you and, and don't just file it away. Don't throw it away. Don't, don't just stick it in the back of your Bible and then find it when you get to that spot in your daily reading. Don't do that, but, but trust God. Lord, what is it that you want to do in me or through me in the coming year? What is some way? What is my next step in loving God, in loving people, and in sharing Jesus Christ? Write something down. Now, if you look closely, you also see that that card is perforated right there on the, on the left side. Don't tear it off just yet, please. Don't tear it off just yet. But on the left side of that card... To the left of the perforation, you see a place for your name and your phone number. And I'd like you to go ahead and write that down. Go ahead and do that. Just write, write your name in there and your phone number. We will not give this to anyone. We will not sell it to anyone. But we, some of you, we don't have a, we, you're a part of AFA, but we don't have a, a contact information on you. We, we want to be able to keep you in touch of, of things that are happening. We want to be able to communicate to you and, and we want you to, to contact us. Fill that out. And then beneath that, you see the words, I took, or I want to take, a first step. See, I believe that there, we've been praying for this for a long time. I believe that there may even be some persons here today who have not yet given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you, can, and, 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 and you can experience him today. And, and we're going to pray here in just a little bit. And, 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 and you can write that, that you can fill in that, that salvation. In fact, you know what? There's no time like the present. Do you know that your life can be transformed right now? That Jesus Christ gave his life so that your life can be saved and so that your sins can be forgiven. And you're saying, how does that happen? It happens by simply making a prayer. So if you've never prayed this prayer, would you just pray this out loud with me? Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive my sins. I surrender my life to you. I believe that you died on the cross for me and you rose from the dead for me. Lord, I give myself to you. Forgive me. Make a difference in my life. I am yours. Give me the assurance of salvation. Thank you, Lord, that I have heaven to look forward to and not hell. Thank you that my life is different. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, you can, what, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, you're saying it's that simple. It is that simple because Jesus did the work. Then you can write that, you can just check that salvation. <laughs> I just, I gave my heart to Jesus today. Well, we want to know your name and we, we want to know your, so we can, we can get some more information to you. 
You go ahead and check that and in a moment tear that off. Maybe it says there, water baptism. See, we believe in water baptism. We, we, we baptized more people this last year than I think any other time in my years here. We had two different baptisms, one here and one in the gymnasium. Wasn't that fun? Glory to God. And I'm saying, Lord, even more this coming year. Because that indicates an obedience and, and look what God is doing in my life. And I'm publicly declaring what Jesus has done in my life. Maybe you want to be baptized. Go ahead and check that. You've not been baptized following a profession of... Say, well, I was baptized when I was a little baby. My mom and dad... We believe that, that, that baptism biblically is something that we declare to others when we know that we've given our hearts to Christ. Go ahead and check that. Holy Spirit baptism. I've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Perhaps you're thinking to yourself, what does that mean? You check that and we're going to get with you and we're going to pray that God will fill you with his Holy Spirit and he's going to transform your life and you're going to live with greater power than you've ever lived before. Then below that it says this. I'm interested in a next step growth. I mentioned a moment ago that there's always a next step. Just because you give your life to Christ, that, that, that isn't done. We're all paid up and we're ready to go. No, God wants to grow you. He wants to grow you and shape you and teach you. and He wants you to become a disciple. That great commission, Jesus did not say go and make converts. He said go and make disciples. That's a very clear implication that there's growth involved. I want to become a part of a life group. We have some amazing life groups here. Some of you are not a part of it, but you want to be. Go ahead and check that. The next step class, you heard Pastor Brad talk about this, how we had, I think, what, eight in, in the first round. Now we have 12, I think, in the current ones. They're meeting every Wednesday night. Great things are happening there. You've not taken part in that, and, and you want to. Go ahead and fill that out. It's, it's, it's basic, clear, wonderful, powerful discipleship once a week. Bible study. We have Bible studies happening throughout the building, throughout the community. We want to, we want you to connect with that. And then I'm interested, it says, in a in a next step serving. Jesus doesn't just save us and then grow us to leave us on the shelf, but he wants to use us. Now this is very clear. I, I know this, there's a lot here, but I want you to hear me on this. Some of you have given your heart to Christ a long time ago but you're not serving. And one of the most monumental things in the life of the believer is not simply experiencing Jesus, but being used of Jesus. Some of you have called AFA a part of your, your church home for a long time or just a short time, but you're not yet serving. We want to give you the opportunity to do We want to help you. We want you to, to grow and to take this next step kids ministry you saw much of hospitality uh, worship youth life group being used in technology some of the giftings that god has given you we we want to help you grow in christ by being used of him maybe there's something else go ahead and fill that out something that the lord has put on your heart yeah i want to do this now You've perhaps done that. You've got your name there, your number. Maybe you've checked one or more boxes. Go ahead and just bend it. Just bend it and then tear it. Very easy. Go ahead and do that now. Again, this, this portion right here, you're going to keep. You're going to take home. It's going to be something that you put in a public place, and you're going to pray, and you're going to say, Lord, one year from right now, one year from right now, there's a new way 
which I'm going to love God and love people and share Christ. I want you to do that. You keep the right side. Put it where you can pray it, where it can remind you that you are fulfilling the great commandments and the great commission. Now, the smaller part, part with your name and maybe at least one check box, in a few moments when we leave this room, you're going to see some containers. At every exit, you're going to see a container. We'd like you to put this in it. Just put this in. Again, we're not going to misuse this. We're not going to abuse it. But we want you to put this in one of the black containers. Place it there. I want, I want to do one more thing. This has been a lot, giving you a lot of information. But before we go, I want to do one more thing with you. I'd like you all to stand, please. And I want you to take both parts. Take them in both hands. But particularly this one right here. And I want to pray with you. I want to pray that God will use you in this coming year to see a year unlike you've ever had. I've been praying this. Many others have been praying this. At the very beginning of this year, the first three weeks, first, first full three weeks of this year, we've been saying, God, I'm going to trust you for greater things ahead than I've ever experienced before. Because there's a number that you did not see on that screen. It's the number of people that do not yet know Jesus. Someday you and I are going to stand around that throne and we're going to sing holy, holy, holy. But we're also going to stand before his throne and he's going to tell us or ask us, what did you do in the time that I gave you? What did you do with the abilities, the gifts, the talents that I gave you? What did you do? I want to be able to on that day say, Lord, I took a next step. I trusted you in that year 2020 like I never trusted you before. I believe for greater things than I've ever believed before. I was used of you in that year, that extra year that you gave me to see lives changed. So the people who don't know Jesus on the 26th of January 2020 will know Jesus by the 31st of December 2020 if Jesus has not yet returned. And that's what next steps do. That's what God does through his people. Every one of us. You're part of AFA, be a part of AFA and be used of God. Let's take the next step. Take it in your hands, hold it up, let's pray. Jesus, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the ways in which you've moved upon us by your Holy Spirit this morning. We heard some reports and we saw some numbers. We saw some pictures of people and we rejoice. But we trust you for something greater ahead. And so, Lord, may you use us in the coming year to love you more, to love other people more, some of whom are quite unlovable, and Lord, help us to share Christ, for this is our message, and this is what you've called us to. Thank you, Lord. I ask your blessing upon every person here as we make our way. I ask your blessing upon the food as we eat it, Lord, for, for our, our membership. I pray, Jesus, that you would do amazing things in us even this day. 
We commit it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Go in the presence and in the power of Jesus Christ. Love God. Love people. Share Christ.